What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Within Two Days podcast from the Real Deal Fishing <laughs> Pocket. Mike, are we crazy? I think we're crazy. I think that uh, I think I'm learning again how to function with a little less sleep. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that I'm functioning well. I'm get really not. Peanut, get some peanut butter M&Ms. Yeah. Yeah. I like the caramel ones, too. Have you had the caramel ones? No, I really don't like those. I like the co- Have you ever had the coffee ones? No, but I've heard good things. I can't find them anymore. When we went, mm. to, we went to CatCon, we stopped by Bucky's, and they had espresso chocolate-covered espresso beans. Oh, yeah. That'll get you going. That changes your life right there. That's why you were able to walk. What, what did you say you walked? Like 30, 30 miles. miles in two days? Three, well, it was more like four days, but mm. that's yeah. still a lot of miles. It is. It is. How many How many steps are in a mile on your counter? Is it like, like 3,000? Almost, almost 5,000. Oh, mm-hmm. you got the short little legs. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So we got some Boom Squad members in here. Two stands fishing. Don R, Uncle G. Welcome. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure there are more watching, but we just uh, I just finished a live stream. So, guys, if you want to check out Palma de Cats live on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, just introduced a new tournament series that I'm jacked up about um, in a positive way on the show, and it went swimmingly. And uh, I think we, there was only like one kind of negative comment, but I turned it into a, that's okay, do your own thing type deal and mm-hmm. it ended up they were asking about tournaments later so i think i flipped somebody but uh yeah we uh we're live again we're doing this podcast thing again i'm so glad we're getting into it i had a great time talking with you on monday night <laughs> and here we are again two nights later do we have anything to talk about tonight uh no we're going no script mm, that's another we, show isn't it we were trying to go no script like on purpose, everybody, because <laughs> we uh, we're trying to get Brian in here. Oh yeah, I'm gonna drop it, <laughs> and if he doesn't show up, then I'm gonna pick on him. Because <laughs> that's that's what people do when you really love someone. You either hype them up, build them up, and encourage them, try to get them to the highest plateaus, or you'd be like, Yeah, I knew he wasn't gonna show up. <laughs> I knew it wasn't good. I knew he was gonna dog us. What <laughs> a jerk. No, I'm I am also equally as jacked up because I actually did get to go out. I cast a few lures today just uh for just a couple minutes, but my dad had communicated with me and he was just like, Hey, it's really sunny out there. Are you going fishing? And he wanted to go fishing, even if it was for five minutes. Well, it turned out to be like for like 15, 20 minutes or whatever it was. But yeah, dad got to fish and um I threw some lures. I we didn't catch anything. We we didn't really have any hope of catching anything, really, because our weather's been just messed up for the last week. But uh, he enjoyed it. He got out. Um, uh, Trish is fishing on a different portion of the Des Moines River right now. Whoa. Yeah, she's in a city in Iowa that I don't even know what that it existed. And apparently it's uh, she she found a spot and it was right on the river like she could walk out her backyard like like Sharina walk out the back door and bam river. Oh, so way cool. Um, like a dream. Didn't, didn't hear of any catches over there either. But, you know, there's just a spiritual wonderfulness 
when you get to be out there in the fresh air. Yeah. Soak in God's creation. You would have you would have liked to have been at work with me today, Mike. Oh yeah. See, you notice I'm sporting these rosy red cheeks. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on there. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I'm not drinking. Uh, <laughs> I told Brian, <laughs> I said my cheeks are so red. It looks like I've been drinking or something. No, I um, I cooked chicken wings all day. Oh, I cooked 200 pounds of chicken wings. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. That is, oh, usually in about 10 pounds, you get about six dozen wings. So uh, that is roughly 120 dozen. So you cooked roughly 1,400 wings, right? 1,440? Yep. Is that 1,440? Uh, a little bit more, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, I... um. So we have a club and a class. It's uh, called Renaissance. We call it leadership, but it's through a Renaissance program. And they, the, I had mentioned something where somebody heard me. I think the sponsor heard me say that I had cooked ch fried chicken wings. But I had, I had fried chicken wings for the faculty for a tailgate for a homecoming game. And they loved them. Oh my God, these are so good. I was like, you know, I mean, you asked me to cook. What else do you think is going to happen? But, uh, and so then he remembered that. And here we are six years later. And I see this, this poster go up. No lie. This is how it happened. The poster goes up wing Wednesday, $8 for six wings, chips, and a drink. I was like, dang, that's a good deal. So you can't get that out of the restaurant. And then, um, I'm like, I wonder where they're getting the wings from. And then uh, two days later, after the poster was up, Mr. Lincoln, are you going to bring your pot and your burner? I'm cooking. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I realized I was uh, in it. And so I showed up to work today and went out there and I had my giant, you know, whatever gallon pot. And I think it took 10 gallons of oil to fill it up to get it to where it was. So we used it. 10 gallons of canola oil because peanut oil is too expensive. And uh, I sat there from about 9.30 a.m. to about 2 o'clock cooking wings. Yeah. And I my, I still smell like a wing. Um, I smell like a Chinese uh, kitchen in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> you you mean good. that in a good way, right? I mean, I think very highly of the Chinese restaurant. Uh, no, I think highly of the Chinese people Ooh. and the and the food, but mm -hmm. you don't want to smell like a Chinese kitchen because you smell <laughs> like grease and, and and all kinds of stuff. No, no, I I mean that not to a diss to them, but as a <laughs> diss to the smell in general. <laughs> but uh, you know, when whenever you're around a lot of grease and and things yeah. like that, you you soak in those smells. And yeah. anyway. So that's that's why I got the rosy red cheeks because it was started out about thirty degrees when I started cooking, and ended up about fifty five. Um, but the wind was blowing, so man, I just got I got toasted, wind burnt. But it was it was fun. They I think we sold all but four wings, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> I would I would have thrown like a a, a scripted tantrum i'd have been like i've been out here slaving in front of this hot pot you're gonna sell these wings oh they're <laughs> gonna waste any of my cooking like i could i was hungry but i could i didn't want any wings i didn't want to eat them 
my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I felt the grease on my cheeks, you know, that kind of feeling. But anyway, that's what I did at work today and thought, looked out at all the, the blue sky. And, and it was as it warmed up, I was like, man, I should be out there fishing right now. But then I got excited because we did the show tonight and introduced the tournament league. And I think I think it's it's already renewed some spirits in some people. Oh, I think so. Yeah, the, uh, the, and Doc came in earlier. That powerful feeling of community is inside of all these people. You know? So uh, that's what I thought when when you told me about the idea. Yeah, everybody wants to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think with this, it's something that we've done for the past couple of years as a community. I guess you know, done these tournaments. You know, Chad started them up, and then they just flourished. And now, like Tim said, you know, there seems to be a tournament popping up every weekend. That's a good thing. I mean, if you really think about it, it's it's a good thing because not only do the the uh, you know the creators develop content, but people have a choice of what to watch. You know, that's not on mainstream television. You know, and it's all free. You just watch it. But um, there's tournament league basically, and I I I don't know if everybody got it, but we hit home really hard. Two main points. And number one, it's free. And number two, it's something that you've all that you don't have to do anything different than you've all always done. If you're a tournament director, I added two extra steps. You gotta let me know you want to be in the league, and you gotta let me know the results. If I'm not already there watching, which sometimes I will be. So, you know, it's kind of I don't know why somebody wouldn't want to participate, but you know, to each his own. Yeah. I was thinking about that during the show. I'm like, okay, undoubtedly, whenever you do something, you know, someone will be like, eh, it's not my thing. Yeah. And, and that's fine. Another thing though, too, this may spark people who are standing on the fence. Do I want to try to do my own tournament? Do uh-huh. I not? This may have provided them the little push towards Yes, I would like to do my own tournament. Yeah. And some of them may want to uh, run their own tournament because there's some detail that makes them a little different than other people yeah. or the the situation that they have, their waters, their opportunities, whatever it may be. So I looked at it as an extremely encouraging offer. Yeah, It's a free offer. And... It is, it can, it can add to the fun, you know, and who wouldn't want bragging rights at the end of the year for all of their efforts. I mean, we, we all fish, but we all want to be known as good anglers. You know, we, we would hope that people could accept us and, and acknowledge us a little bit as being good. You may not be the best, you may not be the, but you may be the best on a single day. And you want to have fun. You want, you know, it's just like, it's kind of like every now and then you do something and you look to your brother and you hope that you, you think that your brother thinks that it's cool that you did something, you know, that, that you did that or how it worked out. And, and also I look at my brother and I'm just like, man, that's really cool. What's going on over there. 
yeah. you know, and it may be something that I have completely no interest in doing or no ability to do, but you just, you know, it's important. That's just part of the, the <clears throat> togetherness. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, uh, and there was one comment that, uh, I think was handled well, but said, you know, it's all about fun. The, you know, it doesn't points don't matter. Yeah. And I, that's how it's always been. So, you know, if, if some people just don't like competition, but it's kind yeah. of uh, it's it's kind of weird that if a person doesn't like competition, they would even be in the tournament anyway, because it's it's a tournament by nature. You are competing against somebody. You know, it's it, whether or not it's for five thousand dollars or it's for bragging rights, you're you're competing against somebody. So the fact that someone would say, you know, the points, you know, it's all for fun, the points don't matter. Well, I mean, they don't really, but why do you do the tournament anyway, right? You know, if you don't like to compete. I think competition is awesome depending on the atmosphere you're in. For instance, I am very competitive to a fault sometimes, like board games or like those little those games you play with a, a group members where you're like acting out things or yelling out things like I need to be the best at that. And it's not always my best quality. So I kind of steer away from that stuff because I know I can come across the wrong way. And, you know, you don't want anybody to misjudge your, your testimony. So I'm very competitive, like during a river wars tournament, you know, I, that's why I rather, I'd like to host them more than I like to be in them because during the River Wars tournament when we were fishing against the Ohio, like I was I was in it. Like I didn't want to talk to nobody. And when people talk trash, I talk hardcore trash. I love them, but I'm there to win, baby. You know. <laughs> so so I kind of steer clear of those. Um, but I think competition in the right community mindset can be fun, fulfilling. And it doesn't have to be anything where you put extra added pressure on yourself uh, to perform. For instance, this catfish club that we have down here that gave me the idea, um, like it's just a fun bunch of guys and girls that fish it. Like they just, they love each other. They help each other out. You know, they don't argue and bicker and complain. They make little side bets, little $20 side bets. Ooh, I'm on like 1v1s. Like we got the tournament, but Mike, I'm okay. I'm gonna beat you in the tournament. Here's a twenty dollar bill. Put it on the line, and then like you say, you meet, you beat me, and I take a picture. They take a picture of each other handing the twenty dollar bill off. Like it's fun, you know. And that's kind of what I was envisioning for this is that, you know, you already do these tournaments, or maybe you don't and you want to, but now you 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 get a little added added point value to it. And the more of them you do, the more points you get. And you could possibly win a really cool wrestling belt at the end of the year and get your name put on an awesome trophy. So, uh, you know, I think I think definitely, um, what's that, interpretation or not interpretation, um, you know, your, your perception. If the perception, if the, if the, the tournament league is – perceived as something self-gratifying or or selfish then it, it won't work like that's what i was trying to push on and i want people to think 
Kevin's trying to get some kind of glory or Brian's trying to get some kind of glory or, or anything. No, I'm not trying to run everything either. Um, Cause Lord knows I have enough, but I do. I am tired of seeing people go at each other's necks and try to outdo each other and try to roll over each other just so they get a better time slot. And I know you don't like that either. No. And then the, the irony of me is, I really don't care what's going on at any given time. Like uh, someone put into there, they're like, oh, well, I'll run on the same calendar and then people won't overlap as much. I don't care if there's overlapping, but that's because I'm in the audience. I'm not the one putting it on. I'm not the one participating in it. Now, since I anticipate there being more of these uh, tournaments to join into this as they become available, I will be looking that over. And if we have the opportunity to join in, I will. Um, there's a few that I I would love to be. You're fishing more a pan fish 500. With. Yeah. Uh, I think that I have a chance to be a good participant in that. And I'm excited about it. Um, I also think that, uh, well, selfishly, I think that it was probably one, one of my better concepts, you know, the uh, in a long time. I loved it. Because so many things are similar, it's just different who's doing it, when they're doing it. The actual how isn't really much different. But I don't want to look at that as a bad thing either. Mm -hmm. Because now, since there is so much similarity, that goes to the advantage of trying to come together like this. You know, just like you said, two things you got to do, you know. Just like Stan says, two, two, <laughs> two <laughs> things you got to do. Things you got to remember. And, uh, and it's totally up to you. You know, it's not, it's not required. It's not anything, you know, but I like the idea of there being more group fun. And since he's in the chat, uh, I'll say his name again. Had this been going on back during your first <laughs> season of the, uh, the Iron, Iron Cats, Cat. Stan took second in like every single one of them. <laughs> so it's likely he would have a championship belt. How cool would that have been? You know, yeah. and back then though, you were thinking how to make them, but how to make them all very unique, all these tournament ideas. I don't think you were thinking how to link them all together into a one year, uh, you know, tournament, uh, series however you want to say that, it. Was, that that was where the original idea actually came from was that iron cat championship mm -hmm. it just uh i for some reason that year the same stuff that i'm trying to of trying to unify now was what drove me away from tournaments to begin with yeah. <laughs> i mean you not you and i talked about it right i mean oh, it's yeah. like i'm just sick and i'm sick and tired of this happening you know and you know i i know people may or may not listen and that's fine but like when you when you're at each other like you know just just trying to make things too difficult like just communicate like hey i was gonna do something there or you copied my idea or this or that or you know i i think i think there's too much to be left to perception that could just be as easily rectified by calling, picking up the phone and saying, Hey Kev, what's up? Nothing much. Hey, look, I noticed you're doing this. 
Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Yeah, here's this and that. Okay, that's nothing like me. Okay, cool. Let's have a ter two tournaments. Yeah, let's do it. You know, it wasn't that. It was, you know, I don't like this person now because they're doing a tournament this way. And so that's kind of what, that's why, that's why I got out of it. Because we could be on our third year of the Iron Cat now. You know, but we're not because of because of that reason. So the Iron Cats may be coming back. Just saying. Well, you know, as I kick everything, um, <laughs> everything, you know, there's so many details to everything. It, it, the timing has to be right. The uh, the participation needs to be there. The the energy, you know, so many different things about everything and your energy wasn't wasn't there and it had been it had been changed so you had to be real to what you were feeling then uh -huh. what you wanted to do then and you're still being real to that right now you know that's uh i think that's cool and it's 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 my you know part of my definition of genuine yeah. is that you are embracing what is now you uh -huh. know i uh I've been going crazy with this uh, new computer system at work for I don't know how many months until finally I decided that I just wasn't going to invest any effort, no time, no words, no nothing into frustrations because I have zero expectations that it will get any better than it's operating right now. And that's because if it was, it probably already would have been improved, You're right. you know? <laughs> and it is what it is. I can't, I can't do anything uh -huh. about it. And me getting negative about it isn't going to help. Yeah. So then in the same turn too, people just kind of don't understand that. They're just like, man, you know, how, how come you don't care? I'm like, no, I care enough not to get upset. Right. And a lot of people don't understand that either. It's like, yeah. no, nah, you only have so much emotional energy and you, you will run out of that energy at some point. Uh -huh. So decide what you're going to invest it into. That's right. You know, and uh, me personally, you know, I don't, I don't have time for it. Plus yeah. all it does is waste my time. There you go. Like I, yeah, I had a bunch time. of people when I, when I stopped doing the tournaments, you know, and I, I didn't really, you know, I made a small announcement, but it was like, yeah, I'm just not doing it anymore. Um, yeah. A lot of people um, say, Hey, this is, you were good at that. Like, and I'm not tooting my own horn. Don't take me the wrong way. If you know me, you well, know. I, I'd have said it if you didn't. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, hey, you know, you, you were really good at that. You found your niche. Why'd you stop? And, you know, I told him, and he's like, why do you, why did you let other people affect what you did? That was a bit, that was the most common comp, uh, comment I got. Mike probably said it. I know, I don't want to bring people, they probably don't be associated with it, but. Yeah. Other people that said, you know, dude, you were you were really good at it and you should have kept doing it because of whatever reason. And so I was like, yeah, OK, well, whatever. You know, I really want to make videos. Yeah, well, people watch some of my videos, but not a lot. But the tournaments, it really builds the community. The main reason I started. Um, no, nope, that's a lie. The secondary reason I started my YouTube channel was to further the ministry of God. First reason was to uh, 
film fishing and be good at it <laughs> and, and maybe make a little bit of money doing it the money ship sailed way long ago but um but definitely you know trying to get better at my craft and it, it it taught me a love for for videography that i never knew i had like i never never made videos before youtube never never even like played with one on my phone just didn't do it didn't have a need to um, I was a musician or I am a musician. I just, I played instruments and wrote music. So I traded writing music for filming and editing videos. And, um, and then I was like, well, you know, I can use this platform. I need to honor God with it. If I'm going to spend this much time, God needs to be in it. Otherwise I'm not obeying the, the commands of God by spending so much time on YouTube and not having him in it. Then that's, that's not good. So long story short, bringing it back full circle, when people were saying you were good at this, you shouldn't have stopped. I was like, well, you know, yeah, people, people do watch some of my videos and they sometimes get to the scripture in it, but there's a community here that watches all of the tournaments. And if I mention God two or three times, then there may be one person that hears God and you know, goes to him. So that's building the ministry of God. So I'm successful at the end of the day, whether or not it has a million views or 10 views. Um, at least 10 people heard something associated with God and Jesus. And I'm okay with that. And so that's when I kind of took that U-turn and I told you, I said, I think I want to get back into tournaments. And then I started the theme tournament thing back because I really like that because I get to fish. <laughs> yeah. I get to fish if we do like the Whisker Derby because everybody's live on their own channel. There's no host. You're your own host. And so the, uh, the idea for the Palmetto 500 was because I saw the intensity in that in the, the river wars. I saw that intensity, not just in you, but in a few others. And I also saw that ultimate disappointment in some of them when they did not come out victorious. Now, all of them did lose graciously. And I was really happy for that because let's face it. Do you really lose or did you just kind of run out of time? Because most of those <laughs> contests were extremely close. I you think know. we lost against the Potomac. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and that's tough because, honestly, that river seems like it's always on. So that's that's a tough mm -hmm. thing to go up against no matter what. And, you, hey, you gave it a shot. You told me how how small your river actually is. Mm -hmm. Like, didn't you say the, the whole length of it is how many miles? I think if you count, like, the salt water – it's like 50 miles, mm -hmm. uh, 50, maybe 60 miles, but the freshwater part is only about 20 miles. Yeah. Well, heck, the Des Moines River is way longer than that. Yeah. You know, it goes across our whole state. Yeah. So I can't imagine fishing. In yeah. A smaller so, portion, so you, you, you know, know, when you're out of, you know, you're out of catfish territory when the catfish. Uh, get sharp teeth and pointy noses and 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 break your leader and people call them sharks <laughs> which 
Y'all, you can look forward to some shark fishing this summer because I didn't know that it came that far up river. So we're going to um, we're going to get some steel leader and go even farther down river and catch some sharks. Oh, we're ready to see it too. Live shark fishing. Yep, you said multi species. There we go. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I almost added a shark fishing tournament, but then I was like, yeah, it'd probably just be me and Creole. <laughs> <laughs> you never know you never know who would who would uh who could activate you know whether they're on the coast of florida or on the gulf coast somewhere or something stan said don't worry kevin we'll take out the potomac don r said the lake here is 180 miles long wow uncle jeep said river what the what with that please describe <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, when me and Scott went down there, we we got a huge take. And I was like, that's a nice fish and brought it up and it had teeth. I was like, hey, <laughs> we might have stumbled upon something cool here. Uh, Stan said we would enter the shark tourney at the beach. Yeah. Hey, See, maybe, maybe. you never know. You never know till you uh till you throw that idea out there. Hey, who well, I had a be... bunch of them, but uh, uh I, I also want other other tournament directors to get involved. And if we just start stacking up dates, nobody's gonna be able to find anything. So um I'm glad Sharina joined right there tonight. That was cool. She'll be our first guinea pig in the uh in the whole scheme of things. So I bet more people yeah. would have joined, uh, different people would have joined her tournament. But uh, I think that's another good part of it is multi species. Because I was just going to do catfish, but, you know, uh, like you said, or somebody said, everybody's got panfish of some sort. Um, but yeah. Yes, they do. But anyway, so are you going to get out on the the water at all this week? This weekend? Uh, it, tomorrow is also going to be over 50 degrees, but I don't know that the rain will stay away. And uh, if it does, we'll definitely, I'll definitely pick Lauren up and maybe even Leia and just see if anything's out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely have the, the ultimate commitment to I want to try to fish every day, even if it's for 15 minutes. Ooh. I don't care. I want to try to fish every single day. Hmm. And there will be things that get in the way, you know, things that take priority over a uh, stretch goal that I'm making here. But, you know, I think it's a good goal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have, you have, you have to determine what decides if you're successful at your goal you know if it's if if you say i'm going to try to fish every day but if i get this many in per year it's still successful that way yeah. you have something to drive yourself toward i remember last year i tried to fish at least once a week oh. and there were several weeks where i fished 5 days in the week uh part of the problem uh of that fishing was that it was extremely windy so i couldn't really go live honestly it, it would knock over the tripod so i bought a different tripod oh. that 
that expanded out a little bit differently. I'm like, I'm going to break a phone or I'm going to buy a different $20 tripod. Yeah. It's like, so let's try the the $20. I need to send you the link to the, I bought two of these and I, I bought Ray Ferguson one too. They're about $35. Yeah. Man, they're indestructible, man. They're just awesome. I've seen yeah. the link. Tony said yeah, that he you, caught 113 pounds a night. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's, there's another great comment too. You look at that comment. Yeah, that was uh, on the bank tonight. One fish, thirteen pounds, but she was a fighter. She was a fighter. That's what I'm talking about. I, uh, I don't, I don't really measure fish uh, just by weight alone. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a great comment. That's another. Mm-hmm. That's another great angler who soaks in the whole experience. He does. Tony's all. Yeah, he does. And and I don't think he realizes how much fun that is for his fans to watch on the screen because yeah. it translates. He's having really fun. Does. He literally is having oh, fun. So much fun. I, I liked the positioning of his rods on stand day. He was on the bank and I know that he's used different rod holders along the way as all of us have, but he had it to where it was almost like a side angle view. Mm. not just not just us looking right behind him mm-hmm. like i think that i do that sometimes and i don't like it and i know we all have to position our mm-hmm. cameras however we got to position our cameras for the situation that we're in the position of the sun all that kind of stuff but we had this nice side angle view so when the when the blue cats were just barely dinking with that that bait you could just see that whole long bank rod just That's kind cool. of flutter a little bit and then there i mean you could it, it wasn't the waves you just knew it and i'm like i'm like he doesn't even need the bells look at that whole rod <laughs> just quake. And, and it filled the screen it was so awesome yeah. i thought it was a great spot i know he's got several fishing spots that he goes to but what an angle mm-hmm. and and i didn't i didn't remember to type it in there you know, I was just, I was just stuck enjoying that, you know, and, and he caught a lot of fish. So it was really cool just to see that those rods just shake. Yeah, and... yeah man, he did good on, um, I think I, I was watching stand day on Sunday. I just didn't get a chance to chat much. Uh, and I won't get a chance to watch it at all. We're, our church, we're having a church has left the building, uh, event on Sunday where we go to church, but then we go out in the community and do community service. Oh, wow. We got teams. Like, we're painting. I'm going, I'm in charge of, like, five teams. And they, one of them is, like, going to a school and paint, repainting the four square on the ground. And mm-hmm. uh, one of them's going to a backyard Bible study area and cleaning up the leaves and stuff. Um, you know, just all kinds of, you know, things, just community service things, so. Uh, we'll be out in the community, which is really cool. But um, but yeah, on Friday I'm uh streaming live the Santi Cooper Big Cat Brawl, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern, and that went off really well last year. Got a lot of good footage and a lot of big fish were caught. So that's multiple days, two days weigh-ins. Yep, it's kind of like those um big Cabela's tournaments and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and that's really, I mean, if you're going to do a, like an actual fishing tournament where you're bringing in fish, two days really sets people apart. Like it's really tough. I mean, you, we do it all. We, we try to do it all the time. You go fishing one day, you might get lucky. You might catch a bunch of them or some big ones and you go out the next day and you may get skunked. Yep. So two day, a two day tournament really kind of sets apart the lucky people from the people who know how to find the fish. And these people come down here, man, and they, they search for my lake like crazy. I mean, most of it's just electronics. I mean, they, I think, uh, one, the one that the one of the tournaments that was one last, um, the guy said that we fished three hours out of six. We rode around for, 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 um, three hours, three or four hours scanning. He said, we didn't stop till we saw fish. I was like, yeah, see, that's boring to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather not do that. I'd rather, you know, see a fish or some bait. Oh yeah. Let's try here. Let's, let's fish, throw it in. And then if it don't work, we move. But no, these guys, man, they just, they're on the, they're on the screens and going around and it works for them. Yeah. But that's how you have to be in them tournaments. Like you're there to win. And it's not like, you know, some of us like to do these tournaments for fun. Like they're there to win. And they want that money. Uh, and well, and their and their tactic may not always work. Yeah. You know, they may they may drive around for three hours and then get on some fish the next tournament. They may drive around for four hours and then have to decide, hey, what are we gonna do? Because we only got two hours left. Well, and there's so they, some guys like they have to have good instincts for sure. Some guys, uh oh, the so the last tournament that I live streamed, the fourth place fish was an 81 pound blue cat. The only fish they caught all day. And it was a three fish tournament, so they are still fourth with that one fish. They so they won some money. They said they caught it 25 minutes before they came in. Hmm. Like you fished in that something like you're down and out, and you're like, man, we are gonna get skunked, and well, and the rod goes down. It's an 81 pounder. I mean, isn't that's like that's that's the luck part we're talking about, <laughs> you know. So these these guys go out and they scan and scan and scan and scan and scan until they find one. And you'll notice the people in these tournaments that win big money and they travel around the country, they have to do that. They have to perform to stay in that top upper echelon of catfishermen. So I think electronics has a lot to do with it. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about this tournament that I come up with called the Tour de Whiskers. And I still haven't fleshed out all the points and stuff, but the premise is um, that you you pull up to your first spot, you start a tournament. You can fish there all, all day if you don't catch a fish, but once you catch a fish out of that spot, you have to move. And so if you're in a boat, you have to pull anchor or pull in your rods and you have to move at least, I think I said 100, I think it's going to be 100 yards for boats and 100 feet for bank fishermen. I think that's fair. Um, I think it's fair. I think it's very fair. Yeah, 100 because feet 100 is a lot. 100 feet is 30 paces to me, Yeah, you know, 
30, 35 paces at most. And usually whenever I want to reposition my rods, I'm probably going to put at least one of them that far. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing this. I don't know Monday if it was night. on the last pod or if it was just privately. Just privately, yeah. But uh, I will reposition my rods when I'm on stand day, and I will just put them in the exact opposite direction because that puts the furthest rods from each other literally 50 yards away. Mm. And then I have a couple rods inside of that distance. So that's that's 100 feet, you know, yeah. for, for all three rods that I'm allowed to use here according to my regs. So I and then all I do is I just turn the phone towards the, you know, the left or the right hmm. side of the bank, you know, I don't even have to move my chair. Well, the toughest to part gear. The toughest part is, is, is what squirrel said. He said, you mean the tour, the cell phone surface? Yes. And that's another factor. Cause yeah. You know, a boat. Yeah. You only have to move a hundred yards, which, you know, you can cast a rod a hundred yards, but, you have to move a hundred yards and hope there's signal there. You know, bank fishermen, you have to walk a hundred feet and hope there's signal over there. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think I think it's gonna have a new twist on it. And I think um I, I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do for like, you know, how you decide the winner. Um, but I know that's a that's a like one of the rules I'm gonna put in there. The rule, the the winner may just be like, you know, the most. I, I have an idea for you. All right, I have an idea it. for you. I know sometimes we do this with the hot mic. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. the The Tour de France has stages. Yeah. So, what yeah. if every stage is represented by the number of fish that you've caught, and then let's say that the tour to whiskers can go no further than 12 stages. Well, if someone gets done with 12 stages in four hours, there's your winner. So moving 12 times. And yeah, but let's face it. If if you can catch, then it depends how many fish you, you want the winner to catch. And then whoever places second, you you know, and then maybe you can have an ultimate time limit anyway. Yeah. So, and then whoever so, got to the stage six first, you know. Yeah, whoever got the farthest. Yeah. And if and, and if, if two anglers got to stage six. Whoever got there quicker. Whoever got there quicker. Yeah, that's awesome. There it is, uh, guys. Oddly, being in central <laughs> Iowa, yes, I do watch the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch it as closely as I used to. I watched it more closely when Lance Armstrong was was on the bike but i also worked at a bike shop so it was important well, i like i like 12 12 stages though because that ensures that you'll have a longer tournament you know like the only problem is with that is what happens if an angler gets to um stage 12 really fast it could happen they so win what do they the do what do, the, what do they do the angler the to finish yeah it's not over over it's just that person is the winner by rule. Yeah. So. so they just hang out, I guess. <laughs> hey, I mean, what does the racer do, right? When he gets to the end, he's like... I think after that, you go monster hunting. There you go. <laughs> for for the show, you go monster hunting. Yeah, yeah. 
but we could also have a big fish as well. And so, you know, if you don't have the big fish and you get done, you can go fish for the big fish. Something like that. But I like the stages. Um, I didn't know anything about the the, the stages. I, I thought like checkpoints or something and stages put checkpoints. Whoever gets through checkpoints by the end of the tourney is a winner. Yeah. So I guess checkpoint stages, same thing. Kind of. Or no, they, they do different days, don't they? On a Tour de France. Can they go by looking for a granddaddy? That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's cool. So like a qualifying fish would be like 16 inches. Um, yeah. Yeah. We still need a second and third place. So, you know, if we run out of time, like we'll, we'll, we'll just go the full time no matter what. So like eight, eight to two, that way um, we can have a full show. And then, you know, you can just see how far you can get. Whoever gets there first is the winner. I like that. Now the the one I have the whisker open, um, that's the tough one. That's the tough one to figure out because we were trying to figure that out the other night, Mike. Um, like games, what makes a game? Yeah, in catfishing, is it one fish? And then if it's one fish, then there's four points in a game. So do you catch four points? Do you catch four fish to win a game? And then there's six games in a set. So do you have to catch 24 fish <laughs> to win a set? And then there's two sets in a match. So do you have to catch 48 fish to win a match? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, that one's going to be a little harder to flesh out. But then you, you could also just like, you know, you can just go for for different techniques or something like that. You don't have to do all that stuff, but... I like the idea. I like the sports theme things because I think it's something people can identify with. And it also allows us to do the unlimited, you know, stream on your own tournament thing, on your own page thing, which people seem to like. Mike is a man of few words. He's researching something. Yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting there trying to think about that too because – that is a pile of fish that you would have to catch to even yeah, win a match. That's, that's much, unreasonable. Yeah. Much less win multiple matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking of the game of tennis. So when that when you're playing, uh-huh. you yes, you score points. Yeah. But you also um have to you know and sometimes the points come tied then you have to gain the advantage right then you have to win you have to win um, by two what if what if you set up a time frame wherein if one of the anglers caught a fish in that time frame that you know that time that 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 space and time that block of time if they caught a fish during that then they did win that game. Well, here's the here's the other win hitch. multiple games, try to win the set. Here's the hitch. This is one of those fish on your own stream type things. Oh. So like so was the tour of whiskers. So in the tour of whiskers, 
going backwards now. Once they fin if they finish their twelve stages, then they're done with their live stream. Whoever got whoever got there first, so definitely have to have somebody going around checking to see what time and when people got to the different stages. Okay, so then to perform this mm -hmm. this tournament, let's say you have each angler select a joey to keep score for them let's say we do it by fish caught per hour let's say and the angler who catches the most fish in that hour wins that game okay then you, yeah then so you can like combine the, it for match points yeah so if you have a six-hour tournament Well, but you wouldn't be going one versus one, though. So it wouldn't be like me against you. It's me against whoever joins the tournament. So you could do, like, a, the best score, like kind of like golf almost. Yeah, yeah. Where you're competing against yourself. Yep. But it's tennis. <laughs> so... I mean, I don't know. That, that, that's going to take some considerable considerable thought yeah. to really flesh that out. But I think it's worth it because it's something different. It's something different and unique that people absolutely do. You know, and this you is can, also why I say most of my ideas aren't winners. You know, <laughs> and then here, but you here's get, something. You get, you get us thinking. Like I get you thinking. You get me thinking. Yeah. Yeah, this is where the collaboration becomes invaluable. Mm -hmm. Because every now and then, great concept, but it needs a little a little shine. It needs, needs to be buffed up a little bit yeah, before you put it out on the thing. showroom yeah. floor. Yeah. Kind of like a nice shiny truck. Yeah. You know. By the way, I drove a Dodge 2500 with a Cummings turbo diesel in it today. Yeah. That is a sweet ride you ready for my ford joke go ahead yeah if you're gonna drive a dodge you better like walking <laughs> <laughs> and and guess who i heard it from a dodge guy who made front of fords <laughs> you can insert chevy in into this uh into this all well, time. see and that's the people thing. make fun of toyota trucks no the tundra is a good truck yeah. But I um honestly, so I went and drove that and there is dinged up a little bit more than I wanted. And it had looked like it might have had an oil leak. So I told the guy, I said, look, I'm not in it for this price. I need it for this price, and I need you guys to check on the leak and I need you to fix the dents and the paint. He's like, Okay, well, let me take it back to the general manager. He came back, he came down like 200 bucks. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I'm just not in it for that price. I said, you, you got more trucks on the lot, though, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went out there, and they had a Z71, a 2017, low miles, like 40,000 miles. <clears throat> Good price. And I got in it. And, man, like, even sitting in the seat, I was like, this ain't it. 
And so we pulled out onto the street and I looked at my stepdad. I said, I don't like this. I said, after driving that Dodge, this is like a, a toy car. Like that, that Cummins turbo diesel, man. And just feeling that weight of that truck and all the power it's got. It had like a 6.4 liter uh, inline six turbo diesel. Whew. Talk about torque. It'll rip your head right back to the seat. <clears throat> anyway, I didn't get it. Yeah. But at least I know what I want now. And they're yeah. out there. And and what gonna, you don't want. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, what you don't need. And actually, I appreciated my F-150 because it's a Lariat. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's the top of the line for Ford, even though it was an older truck when I bought it. You know, that thing rides way smoother than that Chevy. And that was a 2017. So I was like, man, get it together, Chevy. <laughs> But man, nothing compared to that. That was like driving that Dodge is like driving a Cadillac, man. Like you just felt king in the road, man. Nobody could tell you what to do. That was awesome. So I'll find one. We'll get there. Thankfully, my truck is still running. And as long as that's happening, then I'm I can be patient. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, man, I, I'm so glad that the the conversation went well and I'm I'm really thankful that Brian B bought into it. I really am, um, because as of now, none of the other uh, people I contacted bought into it, which is totally fine. And another thing is, people got other things going on. You know, they they may not yeah. have the time for it, and which there's not much extra time to commit, but it is an extra step. And yeah. I get how it may like, you know, people especially in 2023, like people run really close to their maximum line. Like it's, I'm one of them. I run to a certain point right here. And then, and then I, I, if I go over it, it's total collapse, you know? So you got to run that. Yeah. Def, you got to feel the death fuel. I learned about that. Yeah. Uh, it, apparently, you know about death fuel, diesel emissions fluid. You have to put it in to trucks, diesel trucks after 2013. You have to fill it like once a month. South Carolina, we don't, but they make trucks for all of America. Tennis could be something like fish over a certain weight is an ace, but it takes two fish under that size to score a point. And you need to go from love to 40 to complete a set. Yeah. I'm open for I'm open for ideas. Yeah. That's awesome. Mike's in and uh he's about ready to be in sleep mode, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I drank that cup of coffee and I've drank half a cup of tea. But yeah, the after the last podcast we did on Monday night. I woke up right here in this chair. You did. And, and the laptop was still in front of me. And I looked around and I'm like, I fell asleep. <laughs> and I had told the dog, I'm like, Leo, man, I'm gonna, it's like, I'll get up, man. We'll go outside. Then we'll, we'll get this stuff put away. And then we'll go upstairs and fall asleep. Nah. Woke up at 3.50 in the morning, right before my alarm would go off. Oh, I'm like, I hate that. Oh, this is. I was like, this isn't how I saw this going, but it was actually a good deal because Kristen woke up that morning not feeling well. So at least I wasn't laying in the bed next to her. 
Yeah. Because uh, she she has strep throat. Oh. So I think that I was saved. I think Amen. that this is a good thing. Hey. And I may sleep in this chair again tonight. I don't know. But uh, if I do, I'm not going to complain because, you know, I think I think I was spared a sickness. God be with you. Tonight. <clears throat> yep, that's when you bless yourself. Your throat is you, terrible, man. You point up like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. <laughs> hey, so I am uh, already purchasing uh, fishing reels at discount prices for uh, Christmas presents or birthday presents to be given away in 2023. Ah. So there are definitely some good deals out there. Anyone who uh, does follow my YouTube, please uh, pay attention to my community tab to find yourself some deals. Morello Family Fishing. I have found that I don't share as many people as I should, but also, too, most people have many more subscribers than I do on our channel. So I feel like, am I just sharing it to people who already know about it? Uh, no, don't ever feel that way. Everybody needs to know about a deal. Yeah. So Well, and don't ever feel that way. Like, you know, uh, I have subscribers that like Chris Flores doesn't have. And Chris Flores has got like a hundred and something thousand, you know, so don't ever feel that way. Cause people might find you, for instance, people say that they found like Catfish Weekly through my channel. Really? You know, and Catfish Weekly has been around for not what, nine years or whatever. So like, yeah. I mean, I think, I think share it out, man. You know, if you feel like it's something you want people to know about, share it out. Don't matter how yeah. small your channel is. That's an interesting comment there. Um, I was just thinking the other day how I didn't hear about Catfish Weekly first. I I knew that I had seen something about it, and then I didn't investigate it further. And I remember watching Luke Nichols talking to uh, Catfish Weekly. And, and then I'm like, oh, I was like, weekly? I was like, well, I wonder where that's at unbeknownst to me and i paid zero attention to go look for it but you know when i really really got more invested in all this is when i'm rocking little babies to sleep you know so i'm not at my best either so i, I still beg forgiveness but the first show that i ever caught on to as a weekly show was patriot james so you had mentioned you're going to miss a few days here and there. And you also mentioned that Patriot James is going to do a few shows here and there. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, you saying yeah. that, you know, some people find catfish weekly through you. It's I found catfish yeah. weekly through Patriot James. One. Well, and I got people that uh, come in the regular chat for the show that say, you know, I found Kevin through this, or I found yeah. this through Kevin or this through, mic or whatever so you never know what impact or when that impact will happen so yeah mike you know just share it out and it is what it is if if it's only to your subscribers and it is what it is you know there was a comment made i think this morning too um hog leg and uh takedown catfishing had mentioned that they share everybody out that's part of what they do uh -huh. Every every show they'll share out 
other shows. And then Hogleg said, I think it was Hogleg. He's like, he's like, they don't share us out, but he's like, we share all them out. And, and you definitely gave them a big shout out during your show tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's another thing I was thinking. I was like, why don't I share that show? I was like, it's mm-hmm. in the morning during completely nobody You're not thinking about it. You're not thinking nobody about overlaps it. on them, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they're in no, the- you, and I, I found myself asking the same thing. And now we did have them on the podcast. <laughs> yes, we did. So, so I feel we, good about that. You know, we we definitely tried to help them out. Um, well, they helped us out, I think. You know, they I gave us so. good content, you know. I think they did, but uh, yeah. it was a good reciprocal relationship. Um, yeah. but then I thought this morning, I was like, Well, we did we did promote you on the podcast, but you're right. You share people out every day. So then we, I, I shared them out this morning on my channel when I stopped at a stoplight. And, uh, <laughs> and then, and then I was like, shoot, I'm going to, I'm going to promote them tonight on the show just to yep. think, cause they're such good dudes. Oh, I mean, they are. They're so just, cool. Just nice, sweet guys. And just, you know, they don't even care who watched the show. You know, they just, they like getting up there and doing it. And I know we're going to, I know we're going to pray this show out pretty soon, but something that I truly acknowledge as a gift from God is true friendship. And I don't know what those two guys did or, or how they did it before they encountered each other, but they have encountered and found true friendship. So I think that that's just mm-hmm. awesome that we get to see that be a part of it, you know, and it, it, to me, it really translates on the show and, and you feel that, you know, mm-hmm. when you're, when you're interacting with them in the chat or if you pop up on their show, I've popped up on their panel a few times. I know yeah. you did the other day, yeah. uh, driving, driving into work mm. and, and I was going to, but actually, I don't. I don't have a phone holder in my truck, so I got. I got a link. I'll send it to you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how to how to do that without one of those, just to be safe. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, well, this one, this one, it's got a suction cup, but it's got a little puck, and the 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 reading directions really helped me because I've tried those before and they didn't work. But I didn't read the directions. You have to put the little puck down and let it set for twenty four hours. And then you put the phone holder on it. I was like, oh, and it's stuck strong, man. I love it. Don Hmm. said, send me six reels for giveaways to my grandkids. Let me know a price mix and match. You mean you want me to send you reels, Don? Or are you saying that you want me to send you links? I I got a soft spot for kids, man. Yeah, sounds like he said he wants to. He wants you to send him reels and let him know how much they cost, so he can pay you back. Um, Robin said, "I love that you did that, Kevin." Yeah, no problem. Stan said, "That's one of the most awesome comment when people say they found a catfish community through your channel." I think so too. Yeah, Tony Harrison cool. said, "Thank you for all the compliments. I enjoy all your shows. Appreciate all you do to promote the catfish community. You're welcome, Tony." Great traveling content. They did a Friday morning show, Week of CatCon. They did? They got Mark and I there safely. I didn't know that. Not that I would have been able to listen to it. but <laughs> Yeah, they did. That's awesome. Yeah, I was sleeping. I didn't. You know. 
I woke up early on Saturday, but not Friday. I thought that there was a lot of good uh, moments where people went live during CatCon. I just felt like I couldn't really be too big of a part of it, but I photo bombed a few of them and I video bombed, video, video, uh, bombed a few of them too here and there. You know, Mike, this was the first CatCon, and I haven't done many, but it's the first time I hadn't gone live at all. Okay. Yeah. I, I wanted to, but there's so many great people going live. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot of smaller channels in number wise mm -hmm. than mine. I was like, you know what? You know, they need to build it up. They're doing a great job. Why do they need another guy filming and doing it? And, um, I think, I think, uh, you know, there's a bunch of, friendships that go on in the in those smaller channels that you don't see um and and you know we used to have a lot in in my channel we still do but people come and go and then a lot of the people that are you know there's a lot of people that subscribe that you know you don't have that kind of personal relationship like you and i have um they're just there to watch your content and they they may love you they may just like you they may not even want to know who you are, but they just want to watch you fish or whatever. But I think um, the best thing about being a small channel is you really get to communicate with those people and you really yeah. get to be a part of their lives. Cause once it starts getting bigger, you know, communicating with almost 11,000 people is, is tough. You know? So I, I used to, I used to say, you know, you know why? Then why can't these guys respond to their comments? It's not that hard. You know when it pops up, just respond to it. Yep. But now I'll get I'll get two or three a day, and I'm like, I'll do that one later. And then I'll get six more, and then seven more, and then I'm like, geez. So then you got to sit down and get them all. And I love them all. I love every single one of them, even the even the negative ones. I love responding to the negative ones too. <laughs> Because I like acknowledging them and saying, "Hey, thanks for the input, man. Thanks, thanks for watching. I really appreciate it." <laughs> like but uh, but no, it, it does become very difficult to keep up with them. But let's see, a couple more comments to read. Uh, Mike, Kevin did too. I laughed hard when he jumped. Oh yeah, in a photo bomb. Donar said, "Thought you said you had reels, but links are okay." I do a giveaway every spring for my nine grandkids and six great grandkids. Get them started. So that's what Don R was talking about. He said that he had reels for um, that. He was looking at deals for reels. Yeah. Yeah. So check out Mike's community page on Marillo family fishing, but I'm sure uh, Don, I'm, you know, if I, if he sends them to me, I'll, I'll make sure you get them. Um, I'll post them on my community page too. I'll just share them from Mike's. Um, two Stan said it was awesome having Uncle Jeep on my show. Where else can that happen? I mean, it can happen from Arizona too, but I'm just. <laughs> oh, you mean like physically? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uncle Jeep shared his bacon with Dalton. Oh. All right. Dalton's Mike. the dog, right? Yeah, Dalton's a dog. The great yeah. name. He liked me. He was a good dog. He was. 
All right, man, let's call it for tonight. I think we had a good show, especially since we've only had a day in between to kind of two days in between to kind of think about stuff. But yeah, yeah. But we've we've had a lot to talk about these last few months. Yeah. We just yep. missed our opportunities. So yeah, man. So all right, y'all. Well, we thank you for listening. And those of you in the Boom Squad watching, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for all the support you've shown me. Um, if you're listening or you're watching on the Real Deal Fishing Podcast YouTube channel, um, you can be a part of the Boom Squad by going to Palmetto Cats. Links in the description um, and joining the membership part of my page. And you get special perks like this. Um, and then Mike Marillo's fam Marillo's family fishing link is in the description on the YouTube page as well. If you're listening on the podcast and you haven't checked out any of our channels, click on YouTube, check it out. Um, I'm also on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, so you can check those out as well. Anything else you want to say, Mike? Uh, last week, Leah said she wants to do videos, so we'll see if Ooh. she goes through with that or not. And uh, we're definitely getting closer to when they they start t-ball and baseball. Not fishing related, but still family fun. And uh, speaking of service, uh, you mentioned community service earlier. Uh, the the uh, coach pitch league that uh, portion of the league that Lauren's going to be in. They informed us the other day that we need to uh, put in at least four hours of groundskeeping work Ooh. before the teams are allowed to play. So <laughs> I was going to look that temperature up just so everybody can get a laugh about this. Uh, they said the first opportunity will be this Saturday. Now, where's my weather? Here's the weather. So this Saturday we have a low of 12 degrees and a high of 25 <laughs> degrees. And we have, let's see here, winds up to 20 miles an hour. So do you think that me and a seven-year-old are going to be cleaning on Saturday? Negative. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. So uh, Basically, if I don't fish, I'm not doing yard work. <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> I, I say it all the time. It's like, you know, my, my thumbs aren't green. Yeah. I fish, and if you put me behind a grill, I can take care of you. Yeah. So Ask my yard who's taller than everybody else's yard in the neighborhood right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get picked on when I cut it too low. Oh, They're like, man. oh, don't cut it that low. It's not good for it. I was like, you think it'll die? I was like, I'll cut it lower. And they're like, I'll fill this whole thing with concrete. Right? Leave me alone. That's right. Pave it all, I say. Yeah, more boat room. <laughs> anyway, y'all, we thank y'all for listening. We hope you had a good time. Uh, hit that thumbs up if you're on the YouTube channel. Um, and subscribe on the YouTube channel if you haven't already, guys. We really appreciate all the support, whether you're on Palmetto Cats, Boom Squad, or on the Real Deal Fishing Podcast, uh, supporting us over there. We appreciate you. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another awesome show. We just thank you for uh, thank you for Mike Lord and his friendship, and thank you for the camaraderie and fellowship we share. Thank you for everyone who came in tonight in the live stream and and chatted with us and contributed to the show. Thank you for their support. Thank you for 
uh, bringing them into my life. And Lord, to everybody who's listening, Lord, we just pray that uh, something we say would reach out to them, that uh, they would connect with something and know that they're part of our lives as well. We thank you for all you do. Give you all the praise, honor, and glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Till next time. Happy fishing. Now we get to see if all of our crazy hand gestures